Hello and welcome to another episode of Amy Talks Politics. This is an election special where we'll be covering everything that's been happening on the campaign trail, this guy, Channel 4 debate and more. I want to start this episode on a bit of a sombre note. If you haven't seen the news recently, then where have you been? Because in the last kind of two weeks, there's been a lot of terrorism activity with a bombing at the Manchester Arena during an Ariana Grande concert on the 22nd of May, two nights ago. And there was a second attack in London on the night of the 3rd of June. Both events were awful and a lot of politicians and celebrities and everything have joined in solidarity to those who have been affected by both of these awful tragedies. But to be fair to Ariana Grande, she showed a massive act of defiance by putting on the One Love Manchester concert last night at the Old Trafford. Uh, It was broadcast on the BBC, if you haven't seen it already, I'm sure the highlights are somewhere online. But yeah, it was really good and really emotional. I'm actually getting emotional talking about it. It kind of showed, you know, gave a big two fingers to to these ISIS terrorists who want to try and destroy our way of life, but that's not going to happen. It was good to watch everyone coming together in solidarity for both the Manchester event and the London events, um, both of which happened within a fortnight of each other. Yeah, it was it was a really great event to see and great to, to witness something like that. On to matters more political. It's only three days to go until the general election. Hope you've all registered to vote, because I know I have. Speaking of which, I will actually be counting the votes at the uh, from a local constituency, which is exciting. Uh, you actually get paid to do it. I think the applications have closed, but if if you want to get in touch with your local council and ask whether you can do it, that'd be that'd probably be useful to you students out there who need some <laughs> need some more money. Um, you can get between a hundred and three hundred pounds for doing it. So yeah, just a little reminder there for you. The politicians have been out since the all of the attacks we took a couple of days off campaigning but i'm going to uh sit and recap the main points of what they've been doing because a lot has happened in the last two weeks that i haven't yet talked about including jeremy corbyn was on bbc women's hour they asked him the figures for one of labor's main policies which is childcare. the child one of the main policies in their manifesto was extra childcare. And they asked how much it would cost, and Jeremy Corbyn couldn't even bring up a figure. Like he had to look through his own manifesto, and on his iPad and everything. And yeah, he just kind of blundered his way through it, which isn't obviously what anyone intended or expected to happen, but has ultimately put him in a bit of a bad position, really. It very much mirrors the another gaffe for the Labour Party, in which Diane Abbott went on LBC and couldn't tell the presenter the number of the figure for the policeman. I don't know if you saw that on the news, because I know I did. It just kind of shows, which Tom highlighted uh, a couple of weeks ago in the interview I did with him, that if Jeremy Corbyn doesn't even know his own figures, nor do his colleagues, how the hell are they expected to run the country? Like, I'm not biased against Labour or anything, I'm just making a, making a very good point. That said, a lot of young people have registered to vote and have indicated that they are going to vote Labour but as has been proved in the past the opinion polls aren't always right and what people say they might change their mind at the last minute or have a think about what policies affect them and that might sway their vote. Also loads of young people that voted to have registered to vote that doesn't mean they're going to use it 
they might not decide that they want to vote after all and sit at home instead. So if you are a young person listening to this, go out and vote. People, especially if you're a woman, people fought hard for us women to get the vote. You should not use it. The Sky News and Channel 4 debate was last week, and I don't know if you saw it, but it was uh, it wasn't very interesting really. Not a lot different was said, and Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn both took part in it. It was called the Battle of Number Ten. So in the debate, they asked, they got an audience to ask questions that they had kind of submitted beforehand they give some sort of semi-interesting answers and then after the public debate there was a chance to well they, they basically had to be grilled by Jeremy Paxman which was kind of didn't really work as if you know Jeremy Paxman's interview style uh, you'll know that he was very interruptive in TV debates and during his interviews. So that definitely showed during the interviews with May and Corbyn is that he just like J- Jeremy Corbyn, for example, he couldn't even answer a question that Jeremy Paxman like put to him because he kept interrupting him. And then somebody in the audience mouthed, oh, "That's bollocks," basically. Like and the camera picked it up and everything and he's become like a hero in the nation for saying that and spokesperson for the people who hate the Tories basically and everything they stand for and kind of all the all the policies that they think are are bad for them. You know all that drama about Tim Farron being asked about whether gay sex is uh, sin or not? I found an article the other day from 2015 and he what he was asked that exact question like three times. It was pro- reported by Channel Five, and yeah, they they had the same drama as last time, but only now because he's leader of the Liberal Liberal Democrats, it's become more publicised and became more of a thing than it should have done. Whereas back then, I think it was kind of reported quite sort of on the down low, like nobody kind of really knew about it. Well, I certainly didn't knew about it that much, so. It just kind of shows how politics has changed, really. While I've been away, the Green Party have released their manifesto for the upcoming election and they have promised to keep us in the single market and keep free movement of people going against what the 52% of people voted for uh, when they voted to leave the European Union. They also promised free tuition fees, They plan to put more money into the NHS. They plan for equality and a society where nobody is left behind. Their word, not mine. We always act strongly on climate change and protecting the world. That's partly what the Green Party are all about. We will campaign for your right to vote on the final terms of Brexit deal, including an option to stay in the EU, so they essentially will reverse the referendum. Affordable warm homes for everyone, so they plan to build more homes and have more developments for people young kind of people like me just graduated and can't afford to live anywhere they don't have any pricings in theirs neither do the Tories but Labour's manifesto has all of the costings they'll need for everything and it apparently matches up so I mean you can't really argue with that don't know if you keep up with YouTube news or not but some of the biggest social influencers in the country and the world have been encouraging people to register to vote, particularly young people, the people, their audience that they can reach out to. 
and one particular star who you should probably also know by now because she's caused some controversy over many a thing and she is Zoella, Zoe Sugg. She has 11 million subscribers currently and she has been in trouble because she's in my opinion, correctly displayed her political views and encouraged people to get involved into politics and be more a part of things like elections and things like that. But it's kind of with, with her and, and and with others, you know, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Because in the referendum campaign, she was criticised for not reaching out to them and saying, oh, you know, it's, it's your chance to kind of tell the future of your own country within the EU. She's got flack now for... For mentioning it and encouraging people to vote, do you know what I mean? So I think it's really kind of the everyone just needs to chill out, really. You know, YouTubers are humans; they have their own opinions, whether they want to express them or not. You know. One man I must get mentioned to is former BBC political editor turned ITV political editor Robert Paston, who correctly predicted that there would be an election this summer. Is he like psychic now or something? Can I like book him for a reading? I'd, I'd, I'd love to see what he thinks of my future. Not that there will be one, but <laughs> you know, whether this podcast continues or not, that'd be great to know. Whether I get to get a job? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Time could only tell, but um, I'd love to, uh, love to hear what he'd have to say about that. And that is about all we have time for for the Amy Talks Politics General Election 2017 special. I hope you have very much enjoyed it. If you would like to listen to more of my episodes, you can go to mixcloud.com slash amytalkspolitics or find my social media at amytalkspolitics on Facebook and amytalksp on Twitter. It should be on iTunes within the next week or so. I shall let you know on social media. And I really hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Thank you.